Generation Church, based in the beautiful Rex Theater in the heart of downtown Pensacola, Florida. Our hope is that today's teaching will encourage and equip you to be firm in faith, to fulfill the call of God in your life, and to finish well. Grab your Bible, open up your notes app, and let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome to the Rap Party where we dive a little deeper into Sunday's message. Pastor Ray here this week with Pastor Greg. He continued our series in Ephesians where we're looking at this amazing letter from the Apostle Paul. And in this series, we hope to gain a better understanding of the riches we have in Christ and how to live in light of those. So Pastor Greg, today he covered part four, which was Ephesians 2 verses 1 through 10, and he entitled his message, Get Out of the Graveyard. Pastor Greg, thanks for your word this morning. Why don't you remind us about what you spoke on? Okay. Well, Ephesians chapter 2 kind of shifts from chapter 1, where chapter 1, Paul was talking about our possessions in Christ. And then chapter 2 switches over to our position in Christ. And so Paul talks about who we were before Christ came into our lives. And then he talks about who we are now because Christ came into our lives. And he talks about spiritual death and how we were in spiritual death before Christ, unable to respond, unable to, to, um, to respond to God. Our spirits were dead and it's like we're stuck in a grave and we're trapped in our sin and our trespasses. And it's almost like quicksand. We're stuck and there's no way to get out. And then Jesus, of course, comes into the world, pays the price. And we, somebody tells us about him or, you know, we start reading the Bible or something. And then all of a sudden we, we get enough insight. His love reaches down and grabs us and we get enough insight and hope and belief in what he did for us. And when we accept that, we're made totally new creatures and new people. And so Paul contrasts who we were before Christ with who we are now and how he's delivered us out of death and brought us not only into life, but actually it says where even our spirits are in heaven, in heavenly places, seated with Christ far above all the distractions and problems in this world. And so the message was kind of how do we how do we live that out in our life? And so many of us, you know, either we don't know Jesus and we're still stuck in sin and death, or we've received Jesus, but we're we're not living like who we really are. We're not living in the identity of what he's paid for, what he's done for us. And so we have to renew our mind to believe that the old is gone and dead. And the new has come, and we're new people and new creations, and we have the ability to live for, for God, to live for Jesus, and walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I was just now thinking about last week how we had baptisms, and that really is what baptism symbolizes is, is our position in Christ. We were dead, now we're raised to new life. And right. So that's just a beautiful thing. It is, but the problem is that the, you know, part of the thing before— uh, you know, we're saved is that we have these thoughts in our head and we get input from the world system that says, uh, you know, that we're sinners, that says that, you know, you have to, you know, work hard and, and uh, you know, advance and compete 
for money and for all these things and you have to you know, be the best and all this stuff. And there's, you know, there's some truth in some of that, but the world system is totally different. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when we're, we're born again, we don't, we don't always understand or believe what has actually happened to us. And our experience doesn't match with what we believe or what we see because our mind is not renewed right. to who we are and the power that we have in Christ. If you don't know, it's like, if you're, I think you, yeah, I think you had the illustration of the person who, who was homeless and yep. died mm-hmm. and, and didn't know that he had an inheritance of right. millions of dollars that he wasn't using because he didn't know about it. Mm-hmm. And so many of us, either we've heard the scriptures, but we're not, we haven't meditated on them or we haven't gotten the full revelation of who, who we were and who we are now. And the difference that the cross and the, the resurrection, all then the power of the Holy Spirit does in our lives and have the, the, the change that can happen in us and how we can live far above where we live now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like how um, we can we can kind of see Paul's uh, train of thought continue from what I preached on last week with, right. with his prayer and then uh, to this portion that you covered today. Um, as I was researching, uh, some people think that up through verse 10 is still part of that, of that prayer. Um, and so it's interesting how, um, to kind of tie my message with yours. Um, it's interesting how Paul is saying, this is what you have back to the, uh, possessions. Possessions. Um, and then this is how you should live. And he, and he says, you were dead, but not anymore. Right. Now, now you're alive and you're seated in heavenly places. And so, so there's this position now of where you actually are, which right. is in heavenly places. Um, but then also this position of submission to the will of God, the Holy Spirit, and him empowering you to live out the life that what it, what it talks about in uh, verse 10, the, the works that he has prepared for you to walk in. Right. And the thing is that, you know, our spirits are in heavenly places with Jesus. Our bodies are firmly in the earth and our soul is kind of in the middle. And, but our soul is like the gatekeeper, Mm. our soul. Okay. So we've got our spirit, which is in heavenly places and it's connected to our soul. But in order to incorporate what's in our spirit into our bodies, into our lives, our soul is the gatekeeper and our mind is like the sieve. And so Paul talked about in Romans and we talked about in the message this morning about renewing our mind. And because it's then when we renew our mind, our mind, which was, you know, stuck in sin and stuck in guilt and shame and all those things. When we renew our mind to what the Bible says about who we are, then we're able to believe what the Bible says, what is in our spirit. And we're able to incorporate the spiritual life into our physical life. And so if our mind is not renewed by the word of God and, you know, either we've read the word, but we haven't really comprehended it fully or we haven't understand it or we haven't uh, applied it to our lives, then it's our mind that's limiting Mm -hmm. our ability to live what is in our spirit. It's like a funnel that has a a filter and our filter is skewed. Mm -hmm. So we're not letting the information in to our body and believing it and acting on it. 
in order to accomplish the will of God in our lives. And, and, and B, the workmanship, the masterpiece that he's created to be, and not, we're not effective in doing the works he prepared because we don't believe in him. Right. Yeah, I would, I would, I think that's a really good point. And I would add too that, uh, sometimes our minds, they can be forgetful, you know? Yeah. And, so, and so we need like a refreshing, continual, re- continual right. renewing and reminding, like we talked about with communion mm-hmm. today yeah, and exactly. reminding what Jesus did for us and not taking it for granted mm-hmm. and, stri- and not striving, but striving to surrender right. because that's the key. We don't advance through striving. We advance through surrender to what has already been done in us and through us mm-hmm. in the spirit realm. And, but it takes that renewed mind and, and, you know, and focusing on who we are and his power and believing and trusting it and letting him work in us. Right. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, I like how when you were talking about AD, so after we've received Christ um, and you got to point three in, in the first service, you made a point to mention that this was like the most important possible point um, in your message. And it was that the old man or flesh, our desire to sin has lost its control of me. Um, I I really liked how you talked about this being a um, like financial term where there's two sides of the balance sheet. There's the negative and the positive. And there's something that you said, um, you said you can't live off the negative. The old man is dead. So make the choice to live in the new man. And something that came to my mind was that this new man that we have is bought and paid for in full by Jesus Christ. So can you kind of unpack this point a little bit more? Um, This idea of considering the new man uh, to be alive and the old man dead. Right. Well, it's, you know, it's like, where am I going to find my strength? Where am I going to find my life? Where am I going to find my fulfillment? The old man has no, none of that. Absolutely none. And so when we're trying to live out of that old man, or when we make the choice, I'm tired of fighting, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and have those drinks or whatever, whatever that is, that's our issue in the flesh. You know, when we just say, I just don't have, strength to resist right now i'm just going to go ahead and you know go back to it then we are trying to get life out of something that's dead right and and so we have to make a choice you know sometimes we have to run into a brick wall enough times we say you know i'm not going to run into that wall anymore tired of hurting (laughs) and you know it's like the holy spirit or the lord just lets us get to the end of our rope until we finally say wait a minute, this is not what God says about me. I'm not going to live out of that. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to count that dead. I'm not going to give that any room in my life. I'm not going to give that any time that old man is dead. I'm not going to live out of it. I'm going to choose to live in the power of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to use choose to live out of that new man, that new heart, that new spirit. I'm going to choose to live in love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness. It's like, we're new. We have a new creation in Christ. Second uh, Corinthians five says the old is gone. The new has come. And we are the righteousness of God in Christ because we traded our sin and our death and our shame to Jesus on the cross. And then he gave us his life, but we have to make a decision. It's, it's a decision that we make um, to believe what he's already done and allow him, allow the Holy Spirit to activate it in our life, in our daily lives. So that when, you know, I make a choice in the morning, 
and then when I'm when a temptation or something comes up or a thought that's not, you know, from God and we, we recognize it, we say, no, I'm not going to believe that because the word of God says, blah, 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 blah. And this is where the sword of spirit comes in that we just like Jesus resisted temptation in the wilderness for 40 days by quoting the word of God. We've got to use that word of God as our weapon mm -hmm. to say the truth will set you free and to quote the word, this is what Jesus says about me. I'm dead. I'm not living that life anymore. I'm choosing to follow him and die to myself because self is the root of all of it. Yeah. And self is where we have to give up our life, Jesus said, and then we'll find it. Mm -hmm. It's only through surrender and dying to ourselves that we're able to do it because it's not our own strength. So, but I have to make a choice every day. Am I going to, and, and sometimes multiple times a day. Right. You know, this temptation or this person is in my way, you know, and they're bugging me or I can't get along with them. I can choose either to let my irritation or my flesh get control or I can choose. No, this person is probably going through something which is causing them to act like this. I'm going to forgive them. I'm going to walk in forgiveness. I'm going to walk in peace with them. I'm going to see is there any way I can help them, pray for them, minister to them. And then that situation changes and it's turned around. Yeah. But if I live out of the old man, like out of jealousy or envy or, you know, unforgiveness or those kind of things, then I'm just going to make it worse. It's going to be a worse problem for them and for me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, um, Again, it comes back to the soul. Yeah. And those choices that we make, you know, choose to live out of the old man or choose to live out. I'm going to choose because I don't want death in my life anymore. Right. I'm going to choose to live out of the life of Jesus. I'm going to seek him. I'm going to seek the power of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to ask for him to fill me, empower me, and bring all that he has, his righteousness, his holiness, his healing, his forgiveness, his um, provision, his victory. It's all in Jesus. I just have to believe it, receive it, and act on it mm -hmm. and ask him to activate that in my life. Yeah. That's amazing. Good, good word, Pastor Greg. Do you have any, uh, maybe last minute of encouragement for people who, who maybe have, um, they've received Christ yeah. and, and they're living a life for God, but maybe they found themselves in a place where they need to be reminded of the new man, the life that Jesus uh, purchased for them. Do you have any word of encouragement for someone who may be struggling with that right now? Well, I would just say, the good news is it's not up, totally up to right. us. Yeah. Because one of the scriptures that we talked about today is that we were chosen mm -hmm. and that his purpose and plan for us is to be conformed to his image of, right. the image of his son. In Philippians, it says that the one who started this good work in you mm -hmm. is going to continue it on until completion in Christ Jesus. So the power source is him. Right. The only choice we have is to cooperate mm -hmm. or to rebel. Okay. And there's no life. The dead man's the old man's dead. So, you know, it's cooperate with him and allow him to activate the power that's already in us through the Holy Spirit and just believe it and walk in it. And, you know, and, you know, if you felt like you're stuck in sin or whatever, number one, when you confess it, it's washed. Okay. It's already forgiven. It was forgiven on the cross 2000 years ago, but that fellowship that we, we leave whenever we sin, you know, we don't feel connected anymore. 
to the Father because we feel guilty. Well, it says if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. So we just confess, we get a clean slate, and we start over. There's always, every day is a new opportunity to start over and to surrender. So it's like, I can't do anything about yesterday or 30 minutes ago. All I can do is right now say, Jesus, I want to believe who you are in me. And I want to walk in that. And, you know, I would say, get into the word of God. Man, the, the letters of Paul, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, all about who we are in Christ and what he's done in us. I mean, meditate on those verses. Know who you are. Know your heritage. You're the son of the almighty, most holy, most righteous God in the universe who's all good. That's your heritage. And it's a matter of redeeming that and, and, and renewing your mind to what the Bible says. His word is truth. Our experience is temporary. We can't, we can't elevate our experience above what the Bible says, who we really are. We've got to raise and believe what he says, confess it, and live out that truth in our life every day. That's where the victory is. Surrender and believing in faith. Awesome. Thanks, Pastor Greg. Thanks again. I know I'm excited for next week as we're continuing this series because, man, Ephesians is just such a rich letter. There's so much to glean from it. There's so much that... If we, if we could just tap into our possessions and our position in Christ, th- th- it's almost limitless what we can do by the power of the Holy Spirit. And it's all to make God's will done on the earth. Amen. And so if Amen. you guys are uh, excited about this as well, I hope that you'd maybe share this with somebody, bring them to church even. Uh, but for now, that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging out with us at Generation. You can connect with us on Facebook or Instagram at Generation Pensacola or go to the website at generationpensacola.com and from wherever you download your podcasts. If today's teaching impacted you, we'd love to hear about it. So please drop us a note.